Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. John, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread a crushing nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Well, what is good? Am I on the air land? It's a new episode time. Welcome to the show, guys. I'm Don Mega, your host, and this, of course, is Am I on the Air? It's season 11, episode 8. Tonight's show is titled A Selfless Entourage. It is September 7th. It is Labor Day, so happy Labor Day to everybody. Um... Hope everybody's enjoying their time, their extra time with their family and their friends and enjoying this three-day weekend. And uh, we thank everybody that, you know, helps make this a three-day weekend for all of us and all the hardworking people out there. Um, Because it's Labor Day, I'm here and able to record you this brand new episode of Am I on the Air on this lovely Monday, September the 7th. Uh, as you know, I usually do a show on Sunday nights, but because it was a holiday weekend and there wasn't really a ton of stuff going on, decided to hold off and do the episode today because I knew I'd have the time this afternoon to be able to bang it out and then I wouldn't have to do a super late night Sunday night edition, um, which makes it a hell of a lot easier on me and my family and my time. So uh, I'm very happy that I have this moment. My office is closed today, so I'm able to have, have and enjoy this three-day weekend. Just put the little one down for a nap, and um, I should have a perfect amount of time to record this new episode. Um, the title of tonight's episode is kind of a throwback. There was two movies that I missed this summer because you know the summer's over now. Um, you know that's why last week's episode was straight out of summer, and um, because all the summer season's over, the box office is dying down. There's not a lot of movies to go see anymore. Um, so there's no new movie reviews this week, you know, there was, wasn't anything that really came out other than Transporter Refueled, which looked like a big pile of crap, so I decided not to go see that. Um, so what I ended up doing was watching a couple films that I missed over the summer, um, one being Selfless, the, um, Ryan Reynolds film, where basically it's Ben Kingsley and he's dying of cancer and there's this new technology where basically you can shed your skin and pretty much take over transport all your memories and your consciousness and everything into a different body. Uh, and then he wakes up and he looks like Ryan Reynolds and he thinks, oh, this is great. I'm, you know, young and attractive and, I, you know, I still have all my money and this and that. But, of course, he starts getting flashbacks and memories of everything of Ryan Reynolds' life. 
Um, and he finds out that obviously Ryan Reynolds' body was murdered to be able to be a donor for this program. Um, I really, really liked the trailer for this film, and I was pretty bummed that I missed it when it came out in the theater. Um, but after watching it this past weekend, I am not so bummed anymore. Um, I was very disappointed by this film. It wasn't that great. Um, you know, I know, um, our boy Friggins went and saw it in the theater and he said it was okay. Um, but probably shouldn't have to rush out and see it. And I agree with that. This is a total movie that I'm going to tell you is a red box. Um, you know, stream it for a couple bucks if you can. Do not, you know, it was not worth a movie theater trip for, that's for damn sure. Um, I was very, very disappointed by it, so I ended up only giving it two out of five stars. I just thought it was okay. Um, and then secondly, the other film I missed was Entourage this summer. Um, Entourage came and went so fast at the box office that there wasn't much time to get to go see this film. Um, plus, I had trouble getting somebody to go with me to see this film just because most people had the mentality of, well, if I didn't like the TV show or I didn't watch the TV show, I don't really have much interest in to watch the movie. Um, so I didn't really have anybody to go with, so I kind of missed out on this one. So I watched it over the weekend, and I actually really, really enjoyed it. Um, it was a lot of fun. It definitely had that feel of the TV show. My only negative about it is it didn't really feel like a movie. It just felt like an hour and a half version of the television series. So nothing really new came out of it, but I enjoyed the story that they told, and it was a fun little movie. So I gave it three out of five stars for that one. I enjoyed it very much. I laughed, and you know it was cool to see the gang back together uh, over on Entourage. So just a couple quick reviews of a couple films that were missed over the summer. Uh, Selfless, two out of five, and Entourage, three out of five. Um... Me and Geeky Pat are still working it out We're going to be doing that Am I Still on the Air uh, The Summer Movie Countdown And uh, I can't wait to do that It's going to be a lot of fun And uh, hopefully we'll have some time this week to bang that one out Alright, with that all being out the way um, I'm going to also tell you Make sure you subscribe to us on Periscope If you're on the Periscope app Definitely subscribe to Am I on the Air um, trying to do more and more videos on there I actually did a couple exclusive videos last night Talking about the top 10 biggest box office films And the top 5 box office disappointments of 2015 So those were two pretty cool exclusive videos That were only done on Periscope last night So if you sign up, you can actually still go back and watch those videos on demand So um, definitely subscribe to us on Periscope and Instagram uh, If you're on those platforms Let's get into the news of the week here um, pretty calm week, I didn't think anything too crazy popped up But of course, we always got stuff to talk about And um, one big thing that I might have touched on lightly last week But wanted to kind of get into a little bit more Is um, Epics, Epics, E-P-I-X Epics is the company that's behind a lot of these big blockbusters um, And right now they had a deal with Netflix And everything's been on Netflix Like all the Hunger Games movies And Transformers And the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Stuff like that Well, Epix has decided to leave Netflix And they have signed an exclusive deal with Hulu So they're going to be pulling all of their stuff off Netflix And they're going to be coming to Hulu Starting on October 1st So all the Epics titles will leave Netflix at the end of September And on October 1st will be on Hulu And it will be including movies like The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 Mission Impossible Rogue Nation Interstellar Selma Top 5 The Spongebob movie um, 
So that's all going to be coming to Hulu And then like The Hunger Games Catching Fire, Transformers Age of Extinction Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Star Trek in the Darkness, World War Z The Wolf of Wall Street, Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit, Robocop God's Not Dead and a whole bunch more um, Are all going to be going Straight to Hulu um, Bad Grandpa Anchorman 2 um, Tyler Perry's Medea Christmas in a world, all is lost, much to do about nothing. We'll all start streaming in October. Um, so it is starting to really stack up. Um, all the James Bond stuff, Rocky, Star Trek's Paranormal Activities, Beverly Hills Cop, Friday the 13th um, are all coming to um, Hulu. So Hulu is really trying to step up their game. They're trying to compete with you know Netflix and with Crackle and like with everything else going on. Uh, Hulu actually just launched their commercial free subscription, um, which is very very cool. The only downside to it is it's a lot more expensive. I mean, you would think that for a couple bucks more, they would kind of cut that crap out, but instead, the seven ninety nine Hulu subscription jumps up to eleven ninety nine if you want to cut out commercials, and then you know you can also add Showtime to your Hulu subscription. Um, for like another eight bucks a month as well. So if you have the commercial free plus Showtime, I mean you're looking at like twenty bucks a month. Um, but Hulu is really stacking it up. They're doing a lot more um, original series like Difficult People, which I really like. So um, they're doing a really good job. All right, moving on. Fox has officially changed the name of the Frankenstein Code show to Looking Glass. So Looking Glass will be the new name, uh, and I'm looking forward to the show. I think it looks really really cool. We have the first poster and trailer for Concussion, the new Will Smith movie. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Uh, I think it looks really good. I'm not a big football fan, but this movie looks pretty, pretty intense. I like it a lot. Liam Hemsworth is going to be guest spotting on an episode of the upcoming Muppets show. We have the article up talking about all the movies and TV shows that are coming to Netflix and leaving Netflix this month in September. Uh, SNL has added John Runitsky as a new cast member for season 41 uh, We have an article up with Bill Murray explaining why he agreed to appear in the next Ghostbusters film So it's a pretty cool story there We have the brand new trailer for Knock Knock Which is the new Keanu Reeves horror movie um, Or thriller I should say directed by Eli Roth I think this looks really really good So I can't wait to see Knock Knock I believe it comes out in October Uncharted 4, A Thief's End This is a game that people have been waiting for And clamoring for For a long time It was supposed to come out this year And it got pushed back It has now been given an official release date Of March 2016 So we're finally going to see And we got what the um, collector's edition Is going to look like March 18th to be exact Of 2016 right there um, Longmire is coming back to Netflix And um, you can watch the official trailer For season 4 right now we have a trailer for Pay the Ghost, which is a new Nicolas Cage horror movie where he faced some nasty ghost. Um, some new artwork is suggesting that we may see a Green Lantern heading to Arrow. Um, this was a pretty interesting piece of artwork. I mean, they have teased some um, Green Lantern kind of crossover stuff before uh, because they talk about Coast City a lot. Coast City is, of course, the fictional city where Green Lantern comes from. And there's a billboard that says Coast City in brightest day and blackest night come to Coast City when the money's tight. <laughs> and um, they keep dropping these hints and and they're saying you know nothing confirmed, but 
You never know And I think they're definitely heading in this direction So it would be very cool to see maybe a Hal Jordan Or somebody pop up on Arrow uh, President Obama is going to be trekking through the wilderness On Running Wild with Bear Grylls um, So that's going to be very interesting um, Super Crazy R. Kelly says that he wrote 462 songs for his new album And that every single one is a hit <laughs> So I don't know, maybe he's going to come out with a new uh, six disc uh, collection there uh, 462 songs, that is just insane You can check out the new season 2 trailer for The Librarians Coming back to TNT very soon Nicholas Holt is going to be playing author J.D. Salinger For a new film called Rebel in the Rye We have the second official trailer for Paper Planes Which is a new Sam Worthington movie We have the first trailer for Trash Starring Rooney Mara and Martin Sheen Um, Let's see here Nuketown is going to be returning for Call of Duty Black Ops 3 This makes me very very excited because Nuketown is one of my favorite uh, maps um, That the Black Ops series does I'm a big Call of Duty fan And from Black Ops 1 to Black Ops 2 Nuketown was the map And if you pre-order the game now You're going to get Nuketown A new futuristic reimagining of Nuketown Coming for Black Ops 3 I'm super super stoked for that Tony Todd is going to be voicing The Flash's arch enemy Zoom In the new season of The Flash This is Really really cool um, Tony Todd is not going to be playing The character of Zoom I just want to state that for the record He is just doing a James Earl Jones And providing the voice for it They said they were kind of wanting to do that inspiration Of like James Earl Jones doing the Darth Vader voice And um, they wanted to do something Really unique for the voice That was coming out of Zoom when he had the costume on So they got Tony Todd Who of course if you don't know is the Candyman The guy's voice is super creepy And it's going to work perfect to be Zoom I'm super super excited about that So um, Very very cool there Um, If you're a fan of Under the Dome I'm sorry to let you know that Under the Dome Has been cancelled over at CBS Uh, NBC said a couple months ago That they were going to be reviving The show Coach They were going to bring everybody back And they were going to do a new season of Coach Taking place 20 years later Well that is now dead NBC has decided to not move forward With the Coach revival the Jim Gaffigan Show and Impastor have been renewed over on TV Land. Um, Marvel Shakeup went down this past week as well, too, as Marvel uh, executive film chief Kevin Feige, as we all know and love, we always joke around in Feige we trust. Kevin Feige breaks free of CEO Ike Perlmutter uh, over there. So, what this means is so, even though Kevin Feige is the head guru over at Marvel Studios and he's the one. That really gets everything done He's not the top boss He has to report to the CEO Of Marvel Studios Ike Perlmutter But this Ike Perlmutter guy On all accounts Say he's one of the worst guys to work with That he's just Super bitchy He's super cheap So he hates giving things for budgets He hates giving the actors you know, raises He's just a dick to work with And Kevin Feige has been dealing with this guy For many many years For 12 films now trying to get stuff done And you know it's just been a pain in the ass They got into a big fight Over the budget on um, Civil War And Kevin Feige Basically jumped over 
Ike Perlmutter's head And went straight to the top of Disney Because we all know that Disney owns Marvel now And um, he went to the Disney president Alan Horn And he basically pled his case And now Alan Horn has made it official Kevin Feige will report directly to Disney studio chief Alan Horn And he does not have to do anything through the CEO um, Isaac Perlmutter over at Marvel This is great news for Kevin Feige Who should just be able to do his thing now Not have to worry about people stepping on his toes Like I said, in Feige we trust Let the guy do what he's got to do You know The problem, and the only problem that really comes out of this Is that Perlmutter, the guy, the executive at Marvel Is still in charge of the TV stuff at Marvel So some people are starting to think Like is this going to create friction Between the TV and the movie studios Because you know They are supposed to be a shared universe So how is that going to move forward Um, Supposedly It shouldn't affect too much As there is a Marvel committee And the Marvel committee is in charge of making sure Everything gels and the continuity is there Between TV and movies So I don't think they'll have to work with each other too much But that could be the only friction That I see Is that Kevin Feige can go straight to Alan Horn for movies But everybody else for the TV stuff has to go through Perlmutter So we'll see, hopefully Perlmutter isn't a dick And starts making things difficult You know, on the TV side (laughs) Excuse me Um, Which then would make it in turn hard for Feige So we'll see, but congratulations to Kevin Feige Who doesn't have to put up with this bullcrap anymore Our new Everything Wrong With is Everything Wrong With Sixth Sense in 13 minutes or less And our new Honest trailer is for Frozen Fever um, Which isn't even really a movie, it's a short But it's actually a really funny Honest trailer Because it just shows how everybody's trying to milk Frozen for every penny that it's worth Um, Over in Rumor Mill for the Spider-Man Well, not the Spider-Man movie, but in Civil War For Spider-Man in Civil War um, A lot of people have been wondering like you know, is is Tony Stark going to give him his outfit, or we're going to get the Iron Spider stuff like that? There isn't going to be any Iron Spider. It's too early for that. But one of the big rumors coming out of the film says that you know, when we see the early version of Spider-Man in the film, he's you know got kind of a homemade suit on. He's got kind of some shitty little web slingers. Um, after he kind of hooks up with the Avengers and kind of goes on to Tony's side in the Civil War. Um, Tony Stark creates his actual Spider-Man outfit The real one And creates basically The big part is that he creates the new updated web slingers For his suit Um, So I like this idea I think it's very cool to obviously have Tony be the one to design the stuff And give him the really cool outfit For you know his moving forward into the new Sony slash Marvel MCU uh, TNT has set some new release dates For some season premieres Of their upcoming shows um, Season 2 of The Librarians Which will return with a 2 hour season premiere Will be on Sunday, November 1st um, Like I said You can check out that trailer now um, Then on Monday, November 2nd Will be season 4 of Major Crimes And then season 2 of Sean Bean's Legends um, also, on Sunday, November 8th, will be a new drama called Agent X, starring Sharon Stone, and that will premiere with a two-hour premiere um, on November 8th. So, there's some upcoming debuts for TNT. 
The VMA ratings dropped big time with Miley Cyrus as the host last Sunday. No doubt there. I watched it back after I recorded last week's show. And oh my god, it was the worst VMAs I've ever seen in my life. Miley Cyrus was horrible and should be so ashamed of herself. It was so, so bad. Season 1 of Gotham is coming to Netflix. So if you missed Gotham Season 1, go over to Netflix. And starting September 21st, you can stream Season 1. You can watch the new trailer for Macbeth, starring Michael Fassbender. You can see the new trailer for The Danish Girl, starring Eddie Redmayne and Alicia Vikander. Um, we got some new behind-the-scenes pics of Suicide Squad, which shows them refilming uh, the scene of Joker and Harley Quinn speeding down in the um, purple Ferrari with Batman on top. Um... Star Wars Battlefront Beta will debut in October, so that's going to be pretty cool. Going back to Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus has already been announced as a new host of an upcoming episode of SNL, and now they've announced that she'll be her own musical guest on that episode as well, so she'll be hosting and singing on there. We have an article up that talks about ABC Fall Pirate Fall Pilot First Impressions with what to expect from the Muppets, Quantico, and a whole bunch more. So you can check out that article if you're interested in any of those shows. Over on Sci-Fi, they got some two big hits on their hands as the Sci-Fi Channel has renewed Dark Matter and Killjoys for second seasons over on the Sci-Fi Channel. Demi Lovato and The Weeknd have been announced as some musical guests for upcoming episodes of SNL. One Direction has broke six Guinness World Records. Um, I'm not going to sit and go through all of them. If you're interested and you like One Direction, check out that article on our site. We have the first trailer for The Fifth Wave, which is a new sci-fi movie coming out with Chloe Grace Moretz. I think it looks pretty decent, actually, but it's probably going to be a pretty big bomb. Um, Bette Midler says that she wants to play Amy Schumer and Jennifer Lawrence's mom in their upcoming comedy movie. I talked about it last week that Amy Schumer and Jennifer Lawrence are writing a new comedy movie together where they play sisters. And Bette Midler heard about this and she says, I want to play their mom. And actually, I could really see this going down. Uh, She looks like she could do it really, really well, so that'd be interesting. Uh, congratulations to Josh Gad, who I like a lot. Josh Gad has just signed on to play Roger Ebert in the new film Russ and Roger. Um, he'll be starring opposite Will Ferrell, who will be playing Russ Meyer. So very, very cool there. Uh, season 6 of The League is now streaming over on Hulu, so you can check that out now. We have the new trailer for Miss You Already. Um, sorry, going back to The League, I jumped myself. Uh, the League actually debuts their 7th and final season uh, this week, I believe uh, Wednesday. So look for that if you're a fan of The League. Super funny show. Uh, and if you don't know it, you should watch it. Check it out on Hulu. Uh, and they're on Netflix as well. But that might be leaving Netflix, who knows. Because Hulu is out to get them. Alright, uh, let's see here Vincent Castle is going to be the villain In the new Bourne movie starring Matt Damon uh, Very interesting choice But Vincent Castle plays a great villain He always, always does So I think this is a good pick And a good fit for the new Bourne movie Brides of Dracula Is getting a TV series pilot commitment Over on NBC So look for more vampire stuff Coming very soon Karen Gillian, who I so adore, so, so cute, uh, she has now joined Tom Hanks, Emma Watson, and John Boyega in The Circle. So this film is really stacking up its cast very, very nicely. 
We have a short list for some female leads of the next Star Wars film, Star Wars Episode 8. Now, when we talk about these short lists, nothing's ever confirmed. <laughs> these are always rumors, but sometimes they pan out. We got to talk about them because these are usually from inside sources. So, Star Wars Episode 7 hasn't even hit theaters yet, but we're already talking about Episode 8, and this is your shortlist for the female lead. Golden Globe winner Gina Rodriguez, who is currently on Jane the Virgin. Golden Globe nominee and former Rogue One hopeful Tatiana Maslany from Orphan Black, and Olivia Cook from Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl, and I know her best from Bates Motel. So those three are on your shortlist for Star Wars Episode Eight. Um, all three very good actresses. I would be fine with any of them getting it. Uh, Red Tornado is heading to Supergirl, so they're stacking that one up with some more. Um, we also have a short list for Ready Player One. Um, this is also a short list of female leads. Um, we're going to see the return of Miss. Bates Motel and me are on the dying girl Olivia Cook who is obviously Very hot right now because she's popping up On every list so she's on there Along with Elle Fanning from Super 8 and Maleficent and Lola Kirk from Gone Girl And Mistress America So um, Very cool Ready Player One Of course going to be directed by Steven Spielberg And uh, that's your short list For female actresses for that One Artemis Fowl movie is moving forward with Kenneth Branagh. He's set to direct. Kenneth Branagh, of course, director of Thor, and he just did Cinderella. Um, he's going to make this film because his kids love the books. So he took it on. It's a very interesting, weird story to adapt to a movie, I think. Um, but hey, more power to him. So if you love, if you're a fan of those books, an Artemis Fowl movie is coming. Bravo's The People's Couch has been renewed for a third season. Scott Eastwood is set to star in a new action movie called Overdrive. Gerard Butler's new film Geostorm has been pushed back three months and will now hit in winter of 2017. I'm bummed because I was looking forward to this film. It was supposed to come out on October 21st, 2016, and now Warner Brothers has pushed it back to January 13th, 2017. So... That is that We have the new trailer for The Perfect Guy Which that movie actually hits theaters on Friday We have the new Green Band trailer For The Night Before The new comedy starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Seth Rogen Along with Falcon himself um, Let's see Meet Denise Kermit the Frog's new love interest On The Muppets over on ABC's new show um, You got an article up Just talking about the new piggy that he's in love with um, Ido Goldberg IDDO Goldberg You can follow him on Twitter at IDDOG He's the one that will be playing Red Tornado over on the Supergirl show Thomas Jane Takes on Lawrence Fishburne in the new Trailer for Standoff This is a new uh, action film Coming out here soon We have the full list of the uh, Season 21 Dancing with the Stars Celebrities that are going to be on the new season Celebrities is a stretch from what I say Because these seasons are getting worse and worse As they go on But you can check that out Gary Busey, Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys um, Shaka Khan uh, And a whole bunch more You can check out that full article if you want to know everybody that's on it We have the season 2 trailer for iZombie 
Uh, the Oscar producers say there will be two hosts for next year's ceremony, so we'll see on that. Um, 24's Glenn Morshower is going to be playing General Sam Lane on Supergirl, you know, Lois's dad. So very, very cool there. Um, we have a full list of all the movies and TV shows coming to Hulu in September. Um, we have your first look at Brian Cranston uh, in the HBO movie All the Way as he plays London B. Johnson. Um, let's see here. We have the first look at Arrow in the season four poster, um, which looks really cool. I love the new Arrow outfit, by the way. It looks super, super tight. There's someone else's outfit on here that does not look super tight, and we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> um,. Uh, Theo Rossi is going to be playing Shades on the upcoming Luke Cage show for Marvel over on Netflix. Shades is a villain, and uh, Theo Rossi was most recently on Sons of Anarchy. And uh, yeah, he's going to be playing Shades, so they're starting to stack up the casting for Luke Cage. So, good casting there. We got some new images from my show Banshee Season 4 coming out soon uh, Nothing special honestly with these images It's just a couple kind of quick clips um, But hey I'm excited to see anything For Banshee because it just gets me more and more Stoked for the new season coming out uh, Early next year We also found out that Rosario Dawson Will be returning as Claire Temple On Luke Cage as well It's something we assumed But we finally got confirmation on that uh, As well Let's talk our top 10 Box office hits of summer 2015 Now this is just domestically So And some of these figures will change Because some of them are still in the theater right now But as of right now Here's what your top 10 is for the summer Number 10 is Straight Outta Compton with $135 million. Number 9 is Mad Max Fury Road with $153 million. Number 8 is San Andreas with $154 million. Number 7 is Ant-Man with $169 million. Number 6 is Mission Impossible Rogue Nation with $170 million. Number 5 is Pitch Perfect 2 with $183 million. Number 4 is Minions with $325 million. Number three is Inside Out with $344 million. Number two is Avengers Age of Ultron with $457 million. And your new number one movie, no shocker here, Jurassic World with $643 million. Remember, just domestically, man, that is just insane. The movie has made over $2 billion internationally. <laughs> uh, over $1 million, sorry, just from international grosses. It is just a phenomenon. But those are your 10 box office hits of 2015. The E! Channel is going to be airing a Joan Rivers tribute special from the um, celebrating the one-year anniversary of her death. Um, it's going to be very, very nice over there on the E! Channel. And another celebrity breakup news. Avril Lavigne and Nickelback's Chad Kroger have announced their separation. Uh, they've only been married for a couple years. Kate Blanchett and Aaron Sorkin are going to be teaming for a new Lucille Ball biopic film. So, told my mom all about this one, man. She loves herself some Lucy. Brian Cranston's new show, Sneaky Pete, which is over on Amazon, has just been given a full order uh, series commitment over on Amazon. Very, very cool. 
You can watch the Star Wars Force Awakens toy unboxing live stream Now it's not live anymore obviously by this time But last Friday was considered Force Friday And they debuted all the new Star Wars toys and marketing stuff Very very cool things all from the Star Wars universe of stuff And it's crazy to see people just ripping down toys all over the world To stack up their Star Wars collections Uh so if you're interested in all the toys and everything that went down Just look for some of the leaks on our links on our Twitter and our Facebook page We got them all posted uh, Ansel Eggert is going to star in a new 80's CIA drama called Codename Vale So uh, over on the Stars Network Stars is giving an early renewal to Survivor's Remorse They picked that up for another season uh, in, in a funny article news Stan Lee says that the reason the Fantastic Four Flopped was because he didn't have a cameo I believe you Stan That is completely the reason why it bombed um, Steven Spielberg's DreamWorks company Could possibly be leaving Disney next year He started DreamWorks a long time ago And they've always had a deal with Disney But now that's coming up And it looks like he may be moving over to Universal Pictures Simone Masick has also joined Luke Cage As she's going to be playing hero Misty Knight So I've never heard of this character But she looks pretty damn spot on With the comic book version of her character Leave Schreiber says that he would totally be down To play Old Man Sabretooth in Wolverine 3 um, Which he says he did hear would be Old Man Logan So there's already been rumors that Sabretooth would be returning and it's cool to see that Leave Schreiber would totally be down to return to this role Because I love Leave. Um His show, Ray Donovan, is one of my favorite shows on television right now And I would, and I really, really enjoyed him as Sabretooth So I'd love to see him come back Paramount Pictures has announced that Jack Reacher 2 Is going to be coming out on October 21st, 2016 So cool to have an official release date locked down for Jack Reacher 2 Annalee Tipton will star in a new psychological thriller called Sadie Game of Thrones has added Danish actor Joran Greyjoy for season 6 America's Got Talent has been renewed for an 11th season over on NBC No shocker there uh, I actually really like that show, it's a lot of fun It's crazy some of the stuff people do on that show uh, Like I said, Survivor's Remorse has been renewed for season 3 over at Stars. Um, Welcome to Death Row is a book that came out back in the early 2000s That is being shopped around to Universal Pictures right now To be a sequel to Straight Outta Compton So we'll see um, Welcome to Death Row could be an easy follow-up Since it follows a lot of the same people That were in the movie for Straight Outta Compton So if they wanted to try to do a sequel This could definitely be one way to go So I'll be very curious to see if that um, comes out that way Let's see We got the new trailer for The Lobster Which is a very weird movie um, Very weird movie um, With Colin Farrell Where if he doesn't fall in love In a certain amount of time He's going to become a lobster Yeah um, I don't know sometimes Where they come up with this stuff I really don't <laughs> But uh Oh, I see a commercial right now Red Lobster Endless Shrimp is returning Thank you, Jesus I love me some Endless Shrimp And I knew it was coming soon And there's the commercial Thank you, Red Lobster Sorry, I got sidetracked um, 
Mark Ruffalo reveals that the Hulk was going to be in Captain America Civil War But Marvel decided to take him out of the script And they want to save him for something more um, I don't know what that more is going to be I don't know what it could be before the next Avengers movie um, But they decided they wanted to hold off with explaining like where he went and what he was doing Until something else So they decided to take him out So that sucks uh, Warner Brothers has confirmed that more DLC is going to be coming from Mortal Kombat 10 in early 2016 Uh, Sienna Miller says that her role was cut from the upcoming movie Black Mass No exact reason why, but it looks like her role was cut out of that We have the brand new poster for Spectre, the upcoming James Bond film It's a pretty cool looking poster Netflix has already renewed Narcos for season 2 I'm going to try to start watching this show here soon I think it looks really, really good actually Black Sabbath has announced their farewell tour What is this, their, their 20th farewell tour? See if they stick to their guns on this one uh, Aquaman himself, Jason Momoa Has just signed on to lead a new action thriller Called Braven Mad Max Fury Road is coming back to the big screen And it's going to be hitting IMAX 3D screens Starting on September 11th um, This is interesting because they didn't. They decided not to do this movie in IMAX When it originally released Which I thought was a miss because this movie could have really benefited from the IMAX 3D. Um, now they're going to put it out. I'm kind of interested, but at the same time, I already bought this on Blu-ray last week, so I can watch it whenever I want here in my house. So I don't know if I would go spend money on it again to see it in IMAX. I think they kind of waited too long on this one. Uh, let's see here. Stephen King's It We know that that's becoming a new movie There's been a lot of drama with it Former director Kerry Fukunaga uh, Blames studio tampering for his departure He says they just kept messing with things Changing budgets, changing actors Changing scripts and he said you know what I'm done, I'm over it And he left the project So, um, Sucks that people that the studios get too overly involved Sometimes If you got something good let it be man Alright let's see what else we got here Selena Gomez has officially joined the cast of Neighbors 2 So that's pretty cool there I think she'll be a good fit over there with um, um, Chloe Grace Moretz I like it A Teddy Roosevelt limited series is in development over at the Showtime Network Gerard Butler signed up for a new movie called The Hent Hunter's Calling So don't know much more about that but that sounds pretty cool um, congratulations to Mr. Robot Which ended up having a perfect season On Rotten Tomatoes at 100% Very very cool I loved Mr. Robot It was such a great show If you didn't see it, go watch it It's only 10 episodes, the season is over now Go binge watch it It is a great show Very weird at times But it, it totally took me in a different direction Than I ever expected it would Check out Mr. Robot It's on the USA Network You can watch I think on USAondemand.com Or through your local cable provider Whatever, just find it um, Luke Cage Has announced another casting As it's going to be House of Cards actor Marshala Ali And he'll be playing the character Cottonmouth Arrow has revealed the first look At Diggle's new super suit And I'm sorry guys It sucks it sucks so bad um, They basically gave him a black Magneto helmet And they put a leather biker jacket on him And said here's your new super suit um, When he should have been saying Oliver Where is my super suit 
Um, this is just bad. It looks bad. I got excited at the end of last season because we started seeing all the promo art around Comic Con time, saying that he's going to be the Guardian, and he had this cool like green outfit with the gold, you know, helmet that looked really cool with the big shield. I was like, damn, Diggle's going to kick some ass next season. And then I saw this, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Um, they also revealed a season four kind of sizzle trailer. Um, and you see Diggle in this suit in the new trailer. And I'm just kind of like, eh, eh, how does he have a Magneto helmet? And nobody working on this show said, you know what, guys, this looks like Magneto's helmet. Let's uh, not go with this. It's like no one stopped him. And this promo picture of him that came out of him in the new suit Looks silly. It looks silly as fuck. I'm sorry. He just he looks goofy in this helmet, and then you just throw on like a leather jacket. It's just it's all goofy. I've been waiting four seasons for this dude to get a suit because it's always pissed me off in this show that everybody else is in disguise, dressed up, and this dude's just running around in his normal outfit, all exposed. It's about time he gets a suit, but this is a bad choice, and I hope it maybe modifies as the season goes on. There was a really cool Key and Peele skit that came out on last week's episode, and we posted a video to it on our Twitter page, um, where he, where Peele is doing Neil deGrasse Tyson and how he, you know, his wife thinks he's cheating and all this kind of stuff. And every time he's in trouble, he gets out of it by talking very scientifically. And uh, it's a super funny skit. You need to check it out if you get a chance. Let's see, John Williams' Star Wars The Force Awakens soundtrack will come out the same day as the movie on December 18th. Nickelodeon is considering reviving Rugrats and Hey Arnold. Yeah, like we need that. Uh, Goosebumps 2 is already in the works over at the studio, so that's interesting. A Mega Man movie is reportedly in development over at 20th Century Fox. That's very interesting also. I'd be curious to see if they're going to go the animated route or if they're going to try to do live action. River Song is returning to Doctor Who on the Christmas special. You can see the brand new trailer for Beast of No Nation, uh, which is coming out on Netflix next month with Idris Elba. You can also see William Shatner in the first trailer for the new horror movie called A Christmas Horror Story. Don't ask. We have the first look at the new poster for Leatherface, which is the origin story of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So you can check that out. Barry Sonnefeld has been hired by Netflix to direct their series for a series of unfortunate events. They are, we've been hearing that they were going to do a series version of the movie for a while based on the books and everything, uh, but now they got Barry Sonnefeld, which is actually a really big director to get for a Netflix show. Um, let's talk box office flops. So we talked about the top 10 domestic, and this is the flops that came out. Based on budget to gross And then what they're expected to lose After you factor in You know what they, they're cut to the movie studio um, You know the marketing cost All that kind of stuff The biggest loss of the summer is Tomorrowland Tomorrowland cost 190 million dollars to make It grossed 208 globally So it made a little over its budget But remember to be profitable You need to make almost more than double what your budget is. The expected loss on Tomorrowland is between 120 to 150 million dollars. 
insane. Insane. But of course, Disney's going to be okay because they had Avengers Age of Ultron make $1.4 billion and Pixar's Inside Out make $703 million. So I think they'll be alright. Next up on the bomb list is Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, of course, cost $125 million to make. It only made 146 globally, so they're expected to lose between 80 to $100 million on Fantastic Four. That is a big hit to Fox. Now, next up on the list, I don't really agree with, and that is Pixels. Um, Pixels only cost $88 million to make. And it made $186 million worldwide Which to me is about Close to double the budget <laughs> So it should be pretty Like right on to not Not saying that it's a profitable movie But it shouldn't have lost very much According to this article They're saying they're expected to lose about $75 million on this film The only way that Pixels loses $75 million to the studio Is that they just overdid it on the marketing cost And maybe they did But I don't see how an $88 million budget film That makes $187 Is going to still lose $75 million I mean if anything it would lose like 5 to 10 So um, But hey I don't come up with the figures This is what they're saying I just feel this is more of a conspiracy theory against Adam Sandler Because people want to hate Pixels was a fun movie Next up is The Man from Uncle. I'm sad to see this on the list as well because Man from Uncle cost 75 million to make. It has only grossed 72.1 worldwide so far. It's expected to lose Warner Brothers around 80 million dollars. Now, Man from Uncle is still in the theater, um so they can still make some money on it, but it obviously will still lose the studio money. Warner Brothers had a difficult summer overall as Hot Pursuit Entourage and Magic Mike XXL All took hits um, But they did have two big standouts Which were San Andreas and Mad Max Fury Road And the last bomb here Is Aloha Aloha was the movie that came out back in May With Bradley Cooper that a lot of people didn't even realize Came out because it came out And it was like number 10 at the box office And then made like no money And was gone out of theaters like a week later um, Aloha cost 37 million dollars to make it only made 26 worldwide 26 so it it cost sony and fox 65 million dollars in losses ouch ouch so that are your big flops <laughs> um of the summer of 2015 king of the nerds has been canceled over at tbs um i kind of like this show it was funny uh to see all the stupid little competitions these guys did but it's been canceled at TBS um, Ron Perlman has revealed what would have been Some story details for Hellboy 3 If it would have moved on But it didn't of course And no one cares because Hellboy sucks Sorry just my opinion <laughs> uh, I know a lot of people love it And over the weekend like I said We posted the season 4 trailer for Arrow We also have a season 3 sneak peek at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which doesn't really show much, but it looks cool, and I thought the Arrow season trailer looked really, really cool as well. DreamWorks and Frank Marshall are developing a horror thriller called Cropsy. Game of Thrones' Freddy Stroma is going to be played, um, play Samwell's brother? 
Whatever that is, I'm not a fan of Game of Thrones uh, Kate Hudson has been hired on to replace Rebel Wilson in Kung Fu Panda 3 uh, The production range on this movie got extended And Rebel Wilson just didn't have the time to do it anymore Due to the extended schedule So she had to drop out and they hired Kate Hudson Hugh Jackman, uh, they asked him Would you be up for playing James Bond? And he said, I would seriously consider it um, They had offered him James Bond Before Daniel Craig But he had, was he was just signed on And started filming X-Men 2 And he couldn't do it, so he had to drop out of doing um, James Bond So they were asking him, you know, hey, if they came back to you And said, would you do it now? He was like, I would seriously consider it um, I would love to see you Jackman as James Bond Man, I, w- I think that would be a really Really cool take on the franchise uh, Like I said earlier Congratulations to Jurassic World Which crossed 1 billion dollars Overseas I think only the 4th film in history To make a billion dollars just from international markets um, Chris Evans Who a lot of people thought after his contract expires In Infinity War Would be done playing Captain America In a brand new interview Chris Evans says I love doing these movies I love Marvel and if Marvel Wants him they got him For as long as they want so that Is awesome to hear it makes me so Happy when I hear these actors Love playing a role that much And that they're like you know what why Would I walk away from this like if they Want me they got me and I love that Mentality because we're in a day and age Where we have people like Jennifer Lawrence Who they're like hey will you keep playing Mystique And she's like nah I'll probably be done You know like like I hate that mentality you should love what you do And when you get into a really cool Franchise like this don't go nowhere Don't you know Chris Evans Knows where his bread and butter is You know it allows him to do His little indier smaller films in between And then he gets to come back And be Captain America It's a very very smart move There We got some new pictures up from Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice you can see Wonder Woman, not really a Wonder Woman picture though More of a Diana picture um, Some new uh, new Batmobile pic um, Just just some couple behind the scenes Pictures which are pretty cool I love seeing anything, obviously with Batman v Superman Ashton Kutcher is going to Guest star in season 14 Of Family Guy um, A Ubisoft theme park Is coming in a couple years Which will have stuff for Assassin's Creed Rabbids, Just Dance And a whole bunch more Danny Boyle says that a train spotting sequel Is what's going to be next up on his agenda And lastly Sam Smith The singer Sam Smith uh, Is teasing something He sent out a Twitter picture this morning Of him wearing a ring And when you do a close up of the ring It's the octopus symbol um, That Spectre is using So now everybody's saying Oh crap is he announcing Like, Is is Sam Smith going to be doing the Spectre theme song So you know it's always a big deal Of who sings the theme song for every Bond movie And you have to assume That if Sam Smith is showing a picture of a ring And it has the Spectre symbol on it That that's where he's going with this So um, It's very very interesting right there So I'm going to assume That that's what's going on uh, Is that Sam Smith will be your singer For (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the upcoming Spectre movie Alright let's get into our release dates And box office um, On DVD and Blu-ray tomorrow Is going to be The Age of Adeline In theaters this Friday is going to be The Visit and The Perfect Guy uh, The Visit I think looks really good It's um, M. Night Shyamalan Which I know has a lot of people turned off But 
Early Word says that this movie is really, really good. Uh, he's also hooked up with Blumhouse, which Blumhouse knows how to make these really cheap, good horror movies. And it seems like M. Night is getting back to his roots and back to his basics on this film. I think this film looks really creepy, and I'm interested to see it. So The Visit and The Perfect Guy come out Friday. And here's your weekend box office. Now, this is including today. Because it's a holiday weekend, usually holiday weekends at the box office will include the holiday. So this is for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Four-day take. Coming in number 10, it's Sinister 2 with $4.3 million. Number 9 is a very odd debut no one saw coming. It's a Spanish cartoon. It's called Un Galo con Muchos Huevos. <laughs> it brought in $4.4 million. Coming in number 8 is The Man from Uncle with 4.4 million. Number 7 is Inside Out with 4.5 million. Number 6 is No Escape with another 7 million dollars. Number 5 is The Transporter Refueled making its debut and it debuted with only 9 million for a 4 day take to only make number 5 good because the movie sucks and it shouldn't have been made without Jason Statham. Number four is Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, bringing in another $9.3 million. Number three, in a nice surprise, no one saw this one coming either, little indie film called A Walk in the Woods. Walk in the Woods brought in $10.5 million for a number three spot. Very nice. Coming in number two is Straight Outta Compton, finally falling out of the top spot. It was looking like this might be leading the weekend, but it fell out at the very end just by a smidge. Straight Outta Compton in its fourth week brings in another 11.1 million. And your new number one film, and this is a film that last week no one saw coming, and it was the number two film. This week it makes a jump to number one, and it's the little indie faith based film War Room. War Room is number one with $12.6 million. Very crazy and it's very rare That you have a movie debut at number 2 And the following week jump up to number 1 So Congratulations to that So a very interesting box office top 10 A very weak box office as well For being that it's a 4 day weekend Holiday weekend The highest grossing film only made 12 million dollars So that's your box office my friends And that is going to do it for us here on Am I On The Air In this episode um, for Labor Day, September the 7th I thank you so much for tuning in I hope you enjoy Remember, spread the love and spread the word of this show To all your friends and family Anybody that's interested in entertainment news This is a great show that if you're working And you get to listen to earbuds and stuff at work Throw in your earbuds, do your job And listen to Am I on the Air Fill you in with all the latest and greatest in entertainment news So, check out Bookmark our our website, our official website, it's amiontheair.com. You can look at all the latest trailers, you can look at movie reviews, listen to the shows, everything's right there on amiontheair.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. You can follow us on Twitter at amiontheair. You can follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. You can also... Subscribe to us on iTunes We are on iTunes I beg you if you listen to us on iTunes To take a moment and rate us um, You know, give us a little star scale um, Leave a little review if you can It definitely helps out So if you're on iTunes We are on iTunes If you want something that's on the go That you don't want to download You can stream us through Stitcher or TuneIn Whatever is your preference there We are on Instagram We are on Periscope We are on YouTube It's YouTube.com Slash Am I on the Air 
going to try to do a little bit more on the YouTube channel uh, instead of just you know doing periscopes uh, we'll put some stuff up on YouTube as well so we're all over the interwebs I got to shout out reddragonsradio.com our official affiliate we're broadcasting live right now from Red Dragon Studios and it's reddragonsradio.com follow them on Twitter Red, Red Dragons Radio Facebook Red Dragons Radio we are over there um, my other show Red Dragons Assemble it's time for a new episode of Red Dragons Assemble We wanted to do it late last week We didn't have the time, of course It's always a scheduling issue um, We might do it tonight But we're if not, we'll definitely try to get it out in the next couple days So keep an eye out for Red Dragons Assemble As we do episode 7 of that With my boy Peeps And with my boy Geeky Pat So, those are your shoutouts um, this has been Am I on the Air Thank you so much for listening Enjoy your 3 day weekend Enjoy your short 4 day work week And we'll catch you next time For another new episode of Am I on the Air Peace Red Dragons Red Dragons